0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630
2: Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship.
1: Drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. A right to the shoulder.
0: You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is
1: Ryan and Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country.
2: And this is
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
1: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stauffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed.
0: Joining you live at uh, Rogers Place in Ice District. The Edmonton Oilers have just hit the ice as we speak. some moves made earlier today. Tomas Yurcho placed on waivers. Uh, assigned back to Bakersfield. Colby Cave. Oilers coming off a disappointing 5-2 home ice loss against the St. Louis Blues. Oilers have already run some lines here. McDavid up front with Settle and Cassian. RnH with Neal and Chase on. Sheehan with Keira and Archibald. Haas with Granlin and Patrick Russell. Nygaard and Gagne were the extra forwards. No Oscar Clefbaum told us a maintenance day for him. And uh what else we got going on? Uh situation where Nurse is with Bear, Russell's with Benning, Manning is with Person, Koskinen is in the sort of the home goal here. Uh, so it could be starting tomorrow. Mike Smith uh, giving up a tough one in last night's loss uh, to St. Louis. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Coming up, the first half-hour review of last night's game. Uh, we will go into... Our Canadian uh, Power Pack uh, interview with uh, Brian Burke at 105 today, Louis DeBrusque at 1235. Uh, So much to get to. Uh, We'll also hear on today's show... So having some minor technical difficulties up top here. Oilers Director of Business Operations Daniel Troiani uh, will talk to us a bit about the Oil Kings game Saturday against the Calgary Hitmen at a Star Wars night here at Rogers Place. So, Louis, Nebraska, 1235. Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack at 105. Daniel Troyani at 135. And here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 70-049-600-063 Enjoy the new smoke friendly expansion. Ambers. That's Embers at Creek Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors has more on your floor. We're on Twitter. At Oilers now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott's back in the studio. Brendan,
3: how are you? Things are good today, Bob.
0: They are. Uh, Oilers coming off a, uh, they could have won that game. Uh, I thought that was a poise professional performance from St. Louis the second of a back-to-back. They simply made fewer mistakes than Edmonton, but it's funny. Lots of different perspectives on the last two losses against Arizona. Some people suggested Arizona's a boring team. I actually thought they were quick on pucks, um, and I don't think the Orders got pushed around last night against St. Louis. I just thought that St. Louis had a little bit better structure, and in both games, the Orders net minors, Miko Koskinen against Arizona. First goal against Michael Grabner. Uh, last night, you could argue the second goal, a power play goal, third goal for sure, Mike Smith would like to have back. And the margin's been tight with the Oilers this year. They've got a really good goaltending, but two straight home games where they've given up tough goals against. And, you know, in a 3-2 league, that's going to kill you. Oilers like losing 3-2 in overtime to Arizona last night. They got it back to 3-2 as we head into... Our Oilers Now audio vault. It is brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack Michaels with the call.
1: The champions are in town. The Stanley Cup champions have arrived in Edmonton. There's mcdavid shooting and scoring can get five hole on Jake Allen off a feed from Leon Dreisaitl. Now the Blues operating up top on the power play. Here's a shot Petrangelo scores. High glove and this game is tied. Might have been tipped.
0: Face-offs. You know, that's where O'Reilly at 57% as good as Colby Cave was against Pittsburgh. Get cleaned
1: up on the dot. I think Jaden Schwartz got that one, Bob, on the tip in front, off to Shen. He waits, he centers, tip just wide. Wrap around, what a save, Smith, and the rebound slammed down a play. A lunging O'Reilly, swings it, one-timer score. Alex Petrangelo beating Mike Smith. Drops it, Jaden Schwartz. Now Thomas, open, shoots and scores. Beats Smith, high glove, 3-1. Robert Thomas, the second-year pro. Here's McDavid to dry set a wrist shot. Cassian scores. Top left corner with a laser. And Edmonton is right back in this game. 3-2, 8.58 to go on Cassian's fourth. McDavid, left side. Nugent Hopkins waits. Feathers one back. Clapbonk makes the shot. Nugent Hopkins centered. Broken up. Blues will clear down the middle of the ice. A bouncing puck rolls dead center. Blues have a 2 on one Shaft, goal and this one's over all right end result
0: 5-2 loss Dave Tippett says the Oilers simply did not match St. Louis's standard of play
2: you, know, you look at that team they're deep all the way through their their back end is deep so you see who measures up to that and who's not up to the standard so how many players you have in that standard and what did you think you had in there tonight not enough and there's some guys that can play better. we got lots of guys looking for a lot of extra ice time and extra opportunity, but not much happening. So we're uh, we're getting to the point where we're getting healthy. Sheehan is going to be ready to play. Archibald's going to be ready to play. Nygaard is close. Larson a couple of weeks probably, so we'll inject hopefully some speed into our lineup.
0: And that's a big point last night. St. Louis can roll four lines. And the Oilers down a couple bodies, and we've already seen a couple changes. I mean, I felt bad for Colby Cave. He had a strong performance against Pittsburgh, but last night, two pucks uh, basically got through him from the the middle point. Um, Oilers penalty killing hasn't been great. I mean, think about it. You lose the special teams battles, your goaltender gives up uh, a bad goal in each game, and if you're Edmonton and you're challenged depth-wise, that's going to be a difficult matchup at the best of time. Secondary scoring... uh, now we have an additional problem. I mean, last year Ryan Nugent-Hopkins and Alex Jason combined for 50 goals. We're 17 games in the season; they have one goal. Dave Tippett on the secondary scoring issue.
2: Yeah, there's just not enough I'll right through. It's I, I give the the guys that have been killing penalties of doing two, are pretty, doing a pretty good job. We gave up two tonight, which I don't like, but but we do. Like, you just need some help there. That's that goes without saying. That's just that's easy yeah. easy easy to. But hopefully, like, I think Nagard will give us a boost coming back, his speed, and his, he was just getting, getting going, so he could help us, but, but there's some other guys that we really, I mean, we need them to chip in.
0: Oscar Clefbaum summed up the Oilers effort last night against St.
3: Louis. I think this was a lesson first. Uh, I think this is, a, this was a playoff game, and, and. Obviously, we had a we have a long way to go, and um, it was a tight, tight game, and took some uh, stupid penalties, and that that cost us. Um, they're a solid team; they, they're good in all three zones, and, and like I said, we're going to find a way to to win these games. It's going to be it's going to be many of them this year, um, and they're a good team. Um, a good lesson for us. Uh, um, going to come in here, do some hard work tomorrow, and, and, and learn. Um, because one. Like I said, we're going to play a lot of good teams that plays this way, and, and we got to be ready. I mean, they played play last night, and we we gave them a little bit too much tonight, and, and obviously it cost us. So, so um, right now we're just going to put it in the past and, and focus on the next game here.
0: Yeah, a couple uh, tough call. I mean, Tomas Jurco reaching fraction when the orders have a. A one nothing lead. I mean, that's the penalty 195 feet away from the net. Uh, Leon Drysaddle got very frustrated in the second period. Sammy Blay was running around a bit, may have gotten a bit of a knee job in on Drysaddle. Drysaddle snapped back, took a penalty. They scored on both those power plays. Those were uh, killers. And uh, for the Oilers, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins said following the game that uh, the Oilers are resilient, but they, start, they need to start uh, playing with leads a little bit better. We're still fighting our way uh, back into games here. Um, there's, no, there's no let up from us which is, a, which is
2: obviously a, it's an important thing. It's a, it's a big aspect of any team but um, one of the things that we can't do and we've done too much this, this year so far is put ourselves behind um, behind most, in most games and uh, we found a way to, to get ourselves back
1: in but I mean uh, uh, the, the good teams uh, they start to be on top a lot and uh, make other teams come to you.
0: And uh, the Oilers' power play, well, they, they did get a power play goal last night. McDavid scored one. They had a power play late, in the game went 6-on-4. Frankly, a uh, real lucky bounce for Bozak on the clearing attempt that ended up in the net. Uh, but again, the orders didn't direct enough pucks to the net. Connor McDavid, though, says the power play is still doing
3: fine. I think our power play was 1-3 for three today, right? So, um, you know... I thought, you know, we scored a goal, that's good, 33%, um, against a real good penalty, because we'll take it. Obviously, we need to generate more. more. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just getting pucks through the net, keeping it simple.
2: Um, but I thought uh, we found a way to score tonight, and that's good.
0: All right, so Edmonton loses and uh, moves, and you can tell, and Dave Tippett, Stone, Brendan, we're going to bring you in there uh at, at, in here at this time uh, you're downstairs underneath i mean it was pretty clear something had to give and it has colby cave has been sent to the minors uh he does not have to clear because uh you know he's recalled and sent back down within a month of uh, when he was initially called uh, uh, sent down uh you, your Cho has to clear waivers i think he will i think we both know that um Nygaard's coming in for sure. Again, the lines, if you've not heard today, McDavid with Dry Settle and Cassian. And Cassian gave McDavid and Dry Settle a bit of a five on five push last night's game. RH with Neil and Chase on. Those guys got to get going. Neil's got a little quiet here. Again, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, one goal uh, on the season. He's not scored in the last 10 games. In fairness to Ryan, he's had two pucks that he shot that were deflected in off the body parts of James Neal and a Lynette and he's hit four goal posts. So he's been he was snake bitten early, but he's been quite a light. He'd be the first guy to tell you last night he needed and needs to be better for the Edmonton Oilers. And Alex Jason it seems right now that uh you know this is this he went twenty one games without scoring last year. He's fighting it. I mean the the thing for me is Edmonton had their chances in last night's game. They had chances. They blew multiple odd man breaks, but their penalty killing has uh, dropped off a little bit here over the last four or five games. The Oilers have lost four of their last six. And right now, there's a lot of fans going, uh-oh. Uh, for Edmonton, they got to get a little bit healthier. They're going to get a little bit healthier. Sheehan and Archibald, based on today's practice. Sheehan with Kara and Archibald. So again, McDavid, drysettle and Cassian, Arnage with Neil and Chason. Sheehan with Kara and Archibald. Haas. With Granlin and Russell, those are the lines. That's who's going to play tomorrow against New Jersey, barring injury. Uh, no Oscar Clefbaum on the ice, told it's a maintenance uh, maintenance day. So, Nurse with Bear, Manning with Person, and Russell uh, with uh, Chris or uh, with uh, Matthew Benning. So, that's and again, it looks like Koska might get the call. But the order has got to get going here. Brendan, um, I'm going to ask you a question. You're in the building. You see the amount of backside stuff. Um, St. Louis is a uh, mature, experienced team, but do the Oilers? Because it's a loser's lament on some of the stuff by against McDavid and Drysella. But it just seems like when the in, in important times in the game, you know, when it's a one nothing or one one game, they those two guys don't seem to draw a lot of calls. The amount of times they have the puck and the amount of time they're attacking the net with the puck. And you know you had your show getting a penalty, 195 feet from the net. Second period, he's in on the forecheck, gets tripped by Justin Falk right in front of the referee. No call. And sometimes, my I've always had a theory that good teams and experienced teams get calls. The Oilers haven't been a good team, and they've got some younger players. But that's my perspective. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. What are you seeing?
3: Yeah, I'm seeing nothing new. I'll say that much. I mean, this has been an issue for the last couple of seasons, watching um, guys around the league just drape all over the stars. And uh, you have to look at this to me like it's an earned thing. Like you're saying, I mean, the good, experienced teams, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt playing the Stanley Cup champions, whether you're home or away or whatever. I just don't see that happening. But... The, the bigger issue at hand here is the fact that they've got to get more help. So, when those guys are draped and if they're getting opportunities taken away outside of the realm of the game, that somebody else is still able to help contribute here. And I mean, you talked about a lot of the opportunities they had last night that were near misses or what have you. And to me, that's why the players sounded a lot more satisfied with the effort than the coach did at the end of the game because yep. Tippett's looking at the results at the end of all this and saying, you know, this is, we're, we're slipping here, guys. And the guys are saying, yeah, but, you know, we, we we put the effort forth coach and we're, we're playing defensively like you want us to. And it's just, I don't know. So to me, they got bigger fish to fry than, than the way the officials have been handling things. But again, I think at this point, because it's not a new problem, I don't know that there's, you know, much change in that front.
0: No, uh, I think it says a lot about the league that they don't go out of their way to protect the stars. It says a lot about Canadians because uh, we don't star worship in Canada. They do in the U S I mean, just the way basketballs games are managed versus how hockey games are managed reveals a lot. Um, and the other thing it does is it exposes the Oilers' lack of depth. So it's one thing, you know, what the Oilers signed Marcus Cranlin, you know, 12 goal scorer last year at Vancouver, and Josh Archibald 12 goals with Arizona. They haven't scored. It's one thing for those guys and the sort of the you know haven't done anything. But Nugent Hopkins has got to get going here, and Chaseon has got to get. I mean. 50 goals you can't have 70 percent of your goals coming from three guys from mcdavid David and james neal so uh i'm going to be intrigued to see what kind of changes happen with the team speed wise so i'm going to fire it up there on the ashley fine floors text line a couple home ice losses on this homestand both teams have very good records that edmonton lost to are you concerned is it, uh-oh, here we go again? Or conversely, you know, is it, hey, they played two good teams, they got a point in the game against Arizona, they battled hard against St. Louis, you know, had to hit a post in the game and didn't have some uh, breaks go their that way? That's, so that's, that's one of the questions. Are you concerned? Is it here we go again? Or do you think they can get through this? Is This is a different team in a different year this year. And then part two because it's not just now McDavid. You know, drysettle beating, I mean, there was a play, Brendan, did you saw, see the uh, net drive against Arizona when uh, drysettle basically angled Oliver ekman Larson into his go post? Oliver ekman Larson had the inside grab on Leon drysettle on that net drive. Like, and I, I think with McDavid, the refs can't keep up. They're not in pace. So, like, again, last night, he had the puck slashed right off his stick in the offensive zone. Like, the guy slashed the stick, and McDavid doesn't embellish things and didn't drop the stick. You know, so the orders are going to have to grease it out here. But I did get a lot of sense last night from people that aren't normally whiners about the officials. So, I, I there, there's no wrong answer on this one. If you, if you don't think it's an issue say it's not an issue. And if you do think it's an issue, say it's the issue. I mean, my preference would be to see a couple more calls. There's, they're, to me, you know, we've raised a group of officials that don't want to influence the game, but they're influencing the game by not making calls. But that's my take. So, and I, and for the record, I do think this year's team is a different team. But they gotta get healthy. We'll take a quick timeout. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's twelve twenty-three in Edmonton. NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing when we come back in orders now.
1: Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet.
0: Thanks a lot, everybody. That's uh, James Neal. Welcome back. It's 1225. We're going to head off to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time, every time at Elite Promotional Marketing. Back at the 630 Chet Studios, Brendan Escott.
3: 11 games tonight across the NHL, including the Leafs hosting Vegas, Montreal, and Philly, Ottawa at home. To L.A. Vancouver is in Chicago and Calgary gets New Jersey at the Saddledome. Immediately following last night's game, the Blues traded Robbie Fabry to Detroit in exchange for Jacob, Jacob Delarose. Rather. That's a swap of uh, former struggling highly-touted draft picks. Um, Ottawa sent Colin White to AHL Binghamton on a conditioning stint as he recovers from a groin and hip flexor issue that's held him out since October 23rd. They recalled Jonathan Davidson who they acquired in the Matt Duchesne trade with Columbus. The Leafs put Martin Murray and Nick Patan on waivers this morning. I'm sure you know by now the Oilers did the same with Thomas Yurcho. The Bakersfield Condors are hosting the San Diego Gulls tomorrow night and then the San Jose Barracuda in town on Saturday. The Condors 5-5 five, five, and 1-4 in the Pacific Division. The Oil Kings try to bounce back from the 6-3 loss to Prince Albert tomorrow night in Lethbridge Saturday home to Calgary and remember in stay Monday the Tri-City Americans are in town for a matinee. The U of A Golden Bears face the Dinos in Calgary tomorrow night with the return fixture at the Claire Drake on Saturday, 7 p.m. And Bob, in the AJHL, the Brooks Bandits set a league record last night, winning their 21st consecutive game to start the season. It was actually their own record that they broke from the 2012-2013 team, but Ryan Papuano's group just continues to dominate competition down there. All
0: right, let's get to some uh, texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. JJ in Thunder Bay. Bob, it's too early to be concerned. The orders are still 10-5-2. But the league does need to protect the stars. The NBA's done a great job of this and they are killing the NHL. It's really frustrating to watch the stars getting mugged uh, nightly. Brad in Grand Prairie says, Bob, it's a different team, a different year, but yes, here we go again. It will become the sentiment if we lose tomorrow. I saw a few plays the last two games that should have been called that were not officiating is definitely becoming an issue. The NHL needs to figure this out. Getting worse all the time. Um Again, uh, lots of uh, text coming in. Uh, out of Medicine Hat, Bob, between you and me. Uh, Bob, you, me, and Brendan highlighting the issues with the officials? Pointless. When someone with Ken Holland swag speaks up, then maybe the league will listen. Maybe it's worth a fine. Two losses. Each goalie goes up a weak goal. Not a coincidence. Goaltending still a question mark. Uh, I would say the goalies have played well, but I'd say your point's 100% correct that they each gave up a bad goal uh, over the course of the last two games. Bob out of Brooks, the Oilers have to beat the Devils. Anaheim after, which will be super tough. Don't beat the Devils, and confidence panic will set in. Uh, That one comes to us from Brooks, Alberta. Jamie from Lacombe, the officiating is still an issue. Definitely an issue. Lots of non-calls, whether missed or not. But when a player goes down and there's a stick stuck in his skate right in front of the ref, that's an issue. Uh, And text out of Calgary, Bob, or actually it's Todd from Troshu. He says, I love casting on the top line, but it's time to throw Neil up there to get him going. As far as the officiating, it could be worse. Mick Magoo. Uh, could still uh, be refereeing games. All right. Uh, again, you can text us at 630, 630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Gas says, Bob is Ethan Bear for real. He's played pretty well. Played pretty well. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Brendan Escott, is it Carrie McCarthy
3: or Eileen
0: Bell today? I think
3: Eileen Bell is busy, so we've got Carrie today.
0: All right. Carrie's got
1: her next when we come back. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon